Hey folks, it's Jeff Winter from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to my podcast called Successfully Funded. Let's turn it up. Here we go. All right, folks. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Hope everybody is doing all right out in podcast land. I'm Jeff Wenzel. I'm the host of the Woodshed Agency podcast called Successfully Funded. Uh, And in these podcasts, I deconstruct world-class crowdfunding campaign, and I talk to the project creators while their campaigns are live. In today's episode, I did another little twist to our our, um, idea here of our podcast. Um, I got a call from... Uh, Kabir Seth, excuse me, Kabir Seth, from his project, uh, Scale Denim, and he is making men's designer jeans where you never have to hem them again. And he called actually for one of my crowdfunding calls. Um, and what I do during the week is I'll give anybody 20 minutes. You want to talk about your crowdfunding campaign, you can call me. I'll break it down. We'll chat about it. But for this project, when I went to his link, you know, he was at $40,000. So, you know, our, instantly our, our conversation turned into, why are you calling me? You're clearly going to fund. Um, so, so this was a conversation where we got to really dive into, um, you know, how that project creator's feeling. And I recorded the conversation, got, uh, um, got his permission and stuff, and had a really, really great conversation. So that's going to be coming up later in this episode. And um, I think this is a great episode, like I said, just to hear what somebody's feeling like in the middle, even when you're having success, you're still going to be hearing that sort of tension in the voice or that little bit of uncertainty, even though you, you know, you've got like a 90% chance of, of, of success. And I also break down some tools and, and how to be thinking about language um, in your campaign. So, um, but yeah, so something interesting kind of popped up the other day, uh, last week, uh, picking up my son from preschool. So my son, uh, his name is Atticus, and he's five. Um, and, you know, great kid. Uh, loves uh, loves monster trucks, loves cars, um, you know, is into Batman, all the superheroes, all that kind of stuff. So um, what I noticed was I think he might be the godfather of the preschool. So whenever I drop him off, Everybody runs. All the kids surround him. And what he's been doing is he's been taking a bunch of his toys to preschool. And then he dishes them out as if like, hey, a little bit for you, a little bit for you. You can play with this monster truck. And he like assigns all these kids what toys they get to play with. And all the kids are so giddy. They're like, yeah, you brought the Gravedigger monster truck. I get to play with that one. Woo! Right? And they're just like, you know. So I've noticed this pattern for a few weeks now, and it finally, you know, just dawned on me. I was like, man, he is like the pimp of this preschool. And this is by no means be like bragging. This is, and this is probably for you out there who don't have kids. You're probably like, shut up. Just get to the good stuff. Just get to the meat. But so the other weird thing that happened, you know, oh, well, let me just bear with me because the people with kids will understand this conversation or, or, or will find this, this humorous. So the, the newest thing that happened um, last Thursday is, or excuse me, just last week, Tuesday and Thursday is, he came home with some other kids' toys. And I'm like, where, where, why do you have this car? And then he came home on Thursday with somebody else's monster truck. And he's like, these kids, they gave them to me. I was like, did you ask? Are you? And he's like, no. They just wanted to make sure that I was taken care of, that I had a gift. And I was like, what are you talking about? Ah, God, you cannot be doing this. So then we had to have that whole talk of like, you know, 
try not to take kids' toys without, you know, for free. Like, and he's just, I don't understand. Jax gave me the, gave me this monster truck. He says, I should have it. It's a gift. It's a gift. (laughs) Oh my God. So I'm dealing with that around the house. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, kids, man. They, uh, they are very humorous, 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 humorous. So, had a great week this week for the podcast. So I don't, if you're out there and you're listening, I want to thank everybody who um, I asked to participate in sort of my breaking of the iTunes algorithm. So um, we had a huge week. I think I've got, uh, my reviews are up over 15, I believe is what I saw at the last check. 13, or, I'm sorry, 13, I think it's 13. Um, and everybody that got an email from me, I'm super excited that you were able to uh, to to you know, to help out, you know, to do some clicking around, download some content. Hopefully you're listening to this podcast and you're digging it. And this will probably be for a lot of you guys, the first time you got an RSS ding, um, because you're now a subscriber. And um, I just cannot thank you enough. Um, The big mission right now is to get this podcast up in the new and noteworthy section of iTunes so that we can start getting to that next tier of traffic. Um, And really, again, the whole goal of this is just to try to help out people who are interested in crowdfunding, um, you know, if you're a nonprofit, you know, I think a lot of my tips and techniques are, are going to help. And, and, and just hearing this sort of, you know, the, the landscape of asking for money. Um, uh, I'm going to get into this a little bit more in my podcast on Thursday. I had a great conversation with um, an artist called Greater Alexander. And him and I got into really talking about the Amanda Palmer book, um, um, what, The Art of Asking, I think is what the title is. And I was just reminded of that that is a book that everybody needs to read if you're doing crowdfunding. Go out, get the book, get the Audible book, whatever you got to do. Listen to that book. Read that book. Um, subscribe. To, go follow what Amanda Palmer is doing because she is, is literally probably the queen of, of crowdfunding. You know, um, um, She's run successful crowd, uh, Kickstarter campaigns. She's run um, a very successful Patreon campaign. And just kind of in that conversation, um, it just kind of brought back all these kind of like, oh, yeah, kind of she was off my radar a little bit. But um, definitely, definitely you should check that book out. And again, even if you're a nonprofit, I think there's great stuff in there about language. It just so much of this stuff about crowdfunding and even you'll hear in this conversation um, about the genes is it comes down to language, you know, really talking directly to the, the person uh, the right way, you know, really understanding who that, that listener is, that, that person is. Um, and this kind of also reminds me of, of a conversation that I got into with a cell phone case company um, uh, that's really struggling in their ca- campaign. This conversation happened on um, – uh, on, on, on Sunday and, uh, oh, excuse me, Saturday happened on Saturday. And, you know, I, uh, I mean, I kind of got into it with the guy a little bit, a little bit of back and forth, you know, had to be devil's advocate for a whole bunch of stuff just because, you know, the guy had a very business brain and a, and a real, um, you know, um, engineer type of brain and just could not comprehend thinking like a backer. And, for a lot of people that know me that when we really start talking about this, it's like that's probably what I say all the time. It's just get out of your own brain. You, you know your product. You've got to think about how you're coming in and consuming a product and what's getting your attention and then start mimicking those types of behaviors with language, photos, video, whatever it might be and get away from 
you know, me, 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 because that is really the, the crux of crowdfunding. It isn't about you. This is your chance that you are actually going out and, and asking for people to participate in your product. And, you know, this conversation, you'll hear that reinforced. The conversation I'll have on Thursday with Great Alexander, you'll hear that reinforced. You'll probably hear that actually reinforced in every one of these conversations because it's just so critical. Get out of your own head. Get out of your head. Do it. Do it. So that's what's going on around here. Um, I'm going to kick it to this conversation with Kabir, uh, Seth. Um, also, interesting thing is he went to the University of Michigan. So when I, I whenever I see the old area code from around this, uh, from the, around the Detroit area, I'm always like, whoa, 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 where, where, where are you coming from? But he, he's out in New York. The other thing, oh, real quick too, if you're going to check out this campaign, really watch the video work. I was very impressed um, with with what these guys pulled off in terms of creativity around jeans. Um, uh, their one, their one, not their, their Kickstarter video is great, but they have a, like a promo video that's about a minute long that I thought is also, also excellent. So, um, yeah, check that out. And, uh, all right, I'm going to go ahead and kick it to my conversation. Um, all right. Talk to you guys all later. Hello? Hello? Hey, this is Jeff from Woodshed Agency. Hey, Jeff. This is Kabir. Hey, Kabir. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. So you have a 73 phone number. Where are you calling from? <laughs> I uh, it's it's leftover from college. I went to school in Ann Arbor, so I'm okay. in New York right now. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, uh, I didn't see anything that I recognize uh, in your videos of <laughs> Ann Arbor, Detroit, because I, I worked in Ann Arbor for ten years at a Grizzly Peak. So okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that was the old the old past life. So uh, right, back, right, back from the brewery days. But uh, well, cool. Well, so you know your project's doing pretty well. Uh, I'm intrigued as to uh, well, well, a couple things real quick. I don't know. If, did you get my email about my podcast? I did. Okay, I'm seeing what your thoughts are of maybe me possibly using some of this call tonight if you're into into it in, uh, for my podcast. Sure, um, we can see uh, we can see how it goes, and uh, sure. I, if if we think it makes sense, that's no problem. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, so what I do, you know, on my podcast, I try to do like 30 minutes where we discuss a campaign, um, sure. you know, and this kind of the feelings and stuff like that. It's, and my audience, I, you know, it goes out to about, uh, I think just under 10,000, um, crowdfunding people follow it. And, you know, I send out a newsletter and we got some pretty good eyeballs on it. So I thought maybe this would be something as well. I could, uh, you know, chop up and maybe use some stuff if, if it makes sense. So absolutely. Cool. Cool. Awesome. So I guess back to my first question is, your project's doing pretty good, so what, what's going on? So I think, um, you know, we, we're happy where we are um, right now, for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think every crowdfunding project would love to be, be fully funded, but um, I think what, what we're sort of curious about is exploring the possibility of paid marketing and sort of um, looking at how we attract um, the customer that, that we're really looking for. So... You know, sure. our customer is a, is a premium denim customer, and mm -hmm. um, the, the denim market overall is like a $60 billion market. Premium denim um, is maybe like $25 billion of that, and 
and then men make up, uh, you know, eight to 10 billion. So it's a very large market, but at the yep. same time, you know, the majority of, of people who, who buy jeans don't buy premium denim. So we want, if we're going to spend money on, on paid marketing, sort of how do we make sure that we're, you know, that we're targeting that specific customer. Yes. And yep. I think what goes along with that is sort of, um, that specific customer also has to be sort of open, right? There has to be an openness mm-hmm. to to trying a new, uh, to trying a new brand. So, right, right. Um, so that's kind of where where we are right now. And, and certainly, you know, the the number that we put at at, at fifty thousand, we we are very close to that. But I think we we certainly have higher hopes of getting to a uh, a much bigger bigger number. So, so yeah. in terms of the business, though, and that goal, does that sure. You know, if you were to get that goal, are you guys at least okay? Um, or do you need to actually, you know, I've had a couple of these calls where somebody actually needs, you know, 75K. They just didn't want to go that high with a number. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I think with crowdfunding, it's certainly like a, a game theory in a sense, right? If you put a mm-hmm. really large number up there, people come to the to the campaign and sort of be like, you know, uh, they'll never hit this number. I don't think I'm going to donate. Whereas, you know, if you put a really low number, then someone could be like, oh, they're going to hit it. I don't really need to donate. So we... We would definitely want to be at a at a higher number than we are right now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, fifty thousand. I I would say um, we 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 would be happy, but I, I think we'd we'd like to be at a much much higher number, like three or four okay. times that. Yeah. So leading up to this, what was sort of some tactics just to get to where you are right now? Did you sure. you know uh, have you been doing Facebook ads? How about press outreach? Yeah, uh, what, yeah. So, you know, what have you guys been doing up to this point? Sure. So we, um, you know, the, the three co-founders had a pretty large email list, um, you know, over 10,000 people that um, that we contacted through our email list alone. And then we okay, were able to, um, and then from there we've, um, we've run, we ran Facebook ads for a little less than a week. So after we launched, we've, we've run some Facebook ads. We're seeing, um, you know, we, we did a very small amount, like 10 bucks a day, um, just to sort of see the, the click-through rate that we got. Um, and our click-through rate isn't bad, and our cost per click is relatively low. It's like less than a dollar um, mm-hmm. per click. But the, um, the the thing that we'd like to see is obviously more just raw number of clicks. Like, we're probably getting probably 40 to 50 clicks per day. Um, so, um, wow. And then um, trying to see if... if you know, it's it's a little challenging to see if that's converting, right? Because Kickstarter yep. sort of sees it as everything coming from Facebook, and Google Analytics doesn't break it down um, particularly yep. well. So, um, yeah. So those are particular challenges. Um, we haven't done anything like you know we we continue to post on um, on social media. We've reached out to quite a few um, quite a few press people. I think um, the first week we haven't gotten a ton of. Um, of responses. We had a little piece written up in Fashion Invest last week. Um, but other than that, I think, you know, August is can be a, a quiet time for the press. So mm-hmm. um, it's hard to say if, if people are on vacation or if, um, you know, if, if it may just not be, um, you know, a great time to, to reach out. So we're trying to see what's, what's resonating um, with folks. So, right. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of the the, um, the steps that we've taken so far. So so far in your dashboard, where are you seeing are you seeing 
uh, any of these platforms working more? I'm assuming probably yeah, Facebook. So, then. Yeah, for, for sure, Facebook as a social. Um, so, you know, obviously it, it breaks down where pledges are coming from, and obviously the highest is yep. direct. Like, And then um, the second most is Facebook, um, and then uh, a little bit farther down from that. Um, so, so Facebook, again, that's probably a combination of friends, and a little mm-hmm. bit of ads, right? We had quite a few friends post and share it on their Facebook page. So okay, um, so okay. that's kind of that's what our ads that's what it looks like right now. Interesting. Okay, so when you built those first couple ads, how did you determine right. who your who your perfect customer is? Did you guys use a yeah. tool? Did you just kind of hey yeah. guys so, thirty? You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. So we definitely started with guys, um, you know, in that 18 to 35, 18 to 40 segment. And then um, we identified um, eight to 10 brands, premium denim brands. Um, mm-hmm. So if, you know, th- there was a way to sort of identify that they were interested in those brands. And then we um, paired that with also if they had an interest in Kickstarter. So that was sort yep. of where we wanted to make sure, um, you know, there was an openness to sort of trying or, or backing a project like that. Yeah. So, um, so okay. that's sort of how we built out our audience. And then, um, and then, yeah, like I said, we use men 18 to 40. Okay. Cool. All right. So, yeah, I mean, so a couple things on a great track, that mailing list, I'm intrigued as to where that came from. How curated was that mailing list? Was it a little bit of a hodgepodge of past businesses? Was it curated yeah, with yeah. raffles or? Exactly. So, yeah. So the way we sort of separated it out um, was, um, you know, all of us have, have worked over 10 years. So it was sort of like all the context that we built in that time frame, And then um, we separated it. We went through it to identify sort of what we called our VIP list. So like mm-hmm. people that friends and family that we were, very confident would um, would donate, and then we sort of had, and then we, the rest of the list was, was sort of like everyone else. So, um, so that's how we 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 separated it, and we went out to that VIP list first, you know, right away when we launched at at one o'clock last week, and then our, the rest of the list we went out later in the in the afternoon. Cool. Okay. And you guys have twenty? How many? Twenty five days? Twenty six? Yeah, yeah. So we launched a week left. ago. So yeah, okay. yeah. So we have about twenty-three days. Yeah. Cool. So I think at this point, it sounds like I would. Then you know, just again, getting most of this information ten seconds ago and thinking about these things I would do. But <laughs> kind, of the, kind of the first thing out of my gate is I would really look at um, if there's what the type of language you're using for that email list. That email okay. list could. Pr- I, I, and and I'll, I'll give you an example. If you listen, to, there's an episode in the podcast from the um, the Elwin headphones had around a 10,000 um, person mailing list, and they did fifty thousand dollars in 36 minutes. Now, granted, tech product, right? Um, had cool, <laughs> right. cool cool headphones, but you know, you guys have a really well done built page, right? You've got a great video. I thought all the video work was great. I love the rating thing. I saw like I thought that was very creative, right? So like. I right. didn't see any flaws in terms of like, you know, the pages were built poorly, you know? Right. Um, so that's why I'm sitting here going, I'm wondering what the language is and what the language is throughout the campaign in terms of using those segmented, how you've segmented, uh, segment, what word am I using for, you know, where, where you segmented the, um, the, uh, the list here so that you could mm-hmm. actually stand there and, and maybe you're approaching 
let's just say the close friends and family with a little bit more of a referral tone, right? Like, sure. listen, you know, um, you know, uh, week two, do this, you know, week three, we need you guys to do this and actually try to add them to your team, add them. So that's not just the three of you guys feeling like mm-hmm. you're a little bit alone. So, so really think about that language, um, in that mailing list. And then I would be, I would, I would use the snot out of that mailing list. I would at minimum have four emails go out. Obviously I'm sure you sent out a day one email, right? Like I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, obviously. Right. Um, I would, I then sent out a a second one, probably maybe the end Thursday to Friday of this week, you know, of just like, you know, you, you know, and, and basically telling them you guys got us to this point, right? Like, you know, without you, we would be at, you know, $6,000. You guys got us here, but we really need you guys to step up and help us do X, Y, and Z, you know? Um, that would kind of be my, where I would stand back and go, that might be the, you know, the, the biggest bullet in your gun right now. The the second thing I'd look at is, 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 um, is probably the tool BuzzSumo. Have you looked at that tool at all? I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. I would look at that tool and I would really deep dive into, um, you know, your niche market fashion, you know, guys. Uh, you know, you know, all your keywords kind of, and what'll happen is that you'll be able to, to, to pull up influencers and, 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 and get their Twitter handle and, and frankly go out and do a little, I call it the ground game where you, you got to go out and just kind of knock on a lot of doors. And right. what'll happen is, is that, you, you know, you can create a list of, you know, 10,000 if you wanted to, but really I like to narrow that down to like, you know, if you could find a hundred people on Twitter to retweet, share, help, you know, again, joining on your team, you know, people really into denim, you know, you know what I mean? You know, influencers to you. And again, you know, uh, be friendly at first, follow them, you know, retweet a couple of their things, you know, and then be like, Hey, you know, I would really dig it if you check this out and, um, uh, and solace that would, that would be my one, two punch, um, to try to get this thing, you know, really, really trying to find a way to not get into the, the, I, you know, my team calls it the, like the lull of despair, getting into that middle of the campaign where nothing happens. And that happens in yeah. almost every campaign. Right. So we're really sure. trying to combat that. Like, frankly, about 10 days, seven to 10 days of like, boy, there's just no traction, you know? Um, right. Right. So I think the other thing you could look at is green inbox. I don't know if you're familiar with that tool at all. Um, no, what's it called? Green inbox. Green inbox. I checked that out okay. and, and I, I would, be, considering that your mailing list is mostly family and friends, I'm going to steer you to the one of their tools is that they have a press outreach tool and it's only okay. journalists who have wrote about Kickstarters. So the challenging I, thing on this is that people hate writing about Kickstarters or journalists, I should say, because it's usually not a sexy story and you're asking uh-huh. them to basically use their network to raise you money. Right. And yeah, you know, so if, if there's a way for you to actually find, and you can do this, it's not a sexy tool. It, frankly, it's a little archaic. It works. Sure. Um, I just did the cream campaign and I got four press articles out of it. You're going to have to pay a little bit, but you can go okay. in and search journalists who have wrote about Kickstarters and then uh-huh. search to see um, what they've actually wrote about. So if they're a tech yeah. journalist, don't email them. They're not going to write about sure. your genes, right? Sure. You know, you'll waste money, but you'll be able yeah. to, you'll basically be able to make a list of about probably for your market, maybe 20 to 30 journalists tops probably and okay. spend 30 bucks and email them, you know, and give them and make sure your press release is hot. If there is, so, if you wanted to send your press release to me and have it, I, you know, in another set of eyeballs, I don't know if you wrote it or somebody at wherever it came from, but just 
Make sure that that press sure. release really is um, as minimum as possible selling Kickstarter, right? Like, you know, okay. tell your okay. story. Really, if you guys can flip, and I guess that's something we didn't really get into is a little bit of your backstory as to, you know, why you guys are the right people for this. But if you can twist that, that, that press release and a little less of give me money, you know, give me my money, I'll make your jeans into <laughs> we're the right guys. Man, we've been, we've been doing this for 10 years. We're so yeah. tired of, you know, and, 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 and word that press release in a way of like, I think this is going to be great for your, your readers. Your readers are going to dig this story. Your readers are going to have empathy for my, my jeans looking like shit on me all the time. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. so really, yeah. it, it, just journalists hate writing about Kickstarters. That's all. You know? <laughs> I didn't know most, that. That's yeah, good, well, most good press releases are like, give me my money. Uh, you know, hey, why, why aren't you supporting this? This is the greatest thing ever. It's like, right, is it? Right. You know? I mean, it's like no offense here, they're jeans, right? So that's like, yeah. How is this journalist going to make your jeans sound sexy? You have to do right, it for right. them, you know. Yeah. So, so I think find that backstory a little bit. Um, okay. So, so then I think the other thing is I I haven't seen an update yet from you guys. I don't think there's yeah. been an update on Kickstarter. You've got. Right. Uh, so for my, we just ran a 30 day campaign for Cream. We did 117 thousand on that one for a documentary that's coming. I think we did 15 updates. Uh, okay. I would definitely, and we try to have them out first of the week, end of the week with our scheduling. So I would definitely sense. try to put something out. Um, Cause I try not to go into the weekend with a lull. Right. So again, yeah. trying to send the weekend yeah. off of like, you know, and, and I think the way you have, there's clearly some creativity in your team. Um, you know, so I'd make those update videos like, man, we're at 30 K or 33, whatever you guys are at. This is awesome. Yeah. You know, the problem yeah. is we got to get to here. You really got to find a way to get those current backers to increase their bit, uh, increase their, their pledges. Right. So yeah. Okay. Finding ways and yeah, find ways and la- again, language, 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 find a way that if somebody bought one pair, you convince them in a backer update to go, I'm going to buy three pairs. I got to get three pairs. You know, I'm going right. to, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to, I got to get the, the black pair. Right. Why would I not? You know, I'm already doing yeah. that because they've already support. They're already in, they're an easier sell. And I think if you, you know, if you, again, approach those, those early backers with, you know, an incentive, you know, or, or somehow, or find not really an incentive, that's kind of the wrong word, but just finding a way to, to you know, to get them back yeah. riled up again, because here's the other thing too, that'll happen is that they're sitting on the hook, the fish, you know, if they're a fish, they're on a hook now for thir- 27 more days. The chances right. of them falling right. off your hook are actually higher. Like, yeah. Of them going, eh, you know what? I don't really want those jeans. I'm going to back out. You, you know, you don't want that. You want to find a way to get them to go. I'm going to buy two pairs. That's, or I'm going to get the t-shirt. I'm going to get, you know, throw the t-shirt in. I got to get it. Right. So, right. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah. I think, um, for sure. I think we've been sort of using Twitter a little bit to make those updates of sort of when we're close to 60%, when we're close to 75%. So yeah, I think for sure it's, we're due to sort of make an update to the folks that have already, um, yeah, so donate. treat your uh, treat your updates separately as well. So there's definitely a, a vibe and tone for public updates for Twitter, mm-hmm. but there are specific updates for those backers. Those early backers have got your momentum and are in. And whether they're family or friends, who cares? They're in, right? So like, that's a different right. um, conversation than what you might put out on on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, they're just sure. they're just different tones to, to that. Um, and and I would keep those updates a lot in the video world 
Um, again, most of mine are an iPhone video. I didn't, we didn't go spending a thousand dollars on production or, you know, it's, sure. it still is that thing about looking in your eyes, that same sort of thing. You guys did a great job in the video at the end where you guys are human. Here we are, you know, we're the, it's the right. us three. I got to look in your right. eyes. You guys are legit. So it's, it's imagine that still happening in those update videos. It's you talking, it's being personal. It, it's, it's you being a little vulnerable, you know, like, man, uh-huh. we're stressing a little bit here. You know, we got 20 K more to go, man. We're stressing, we, you know, help us out. Right, people right. love that stuff on Kickstarter, man. That's, that's what people are buying into. That's why they're buying overpriced headphones and all this stuff all, you know, happening all the time, you know, just sure. They love that story. Sure. So, so yeah, we need to reiterate that. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, and, and then, I guess kind of, you know, long-winded answer on your, should you be doing pay-per-clicks in a nutshell, right? Like how much, right. how much to go down that rabbit hole? Cause you can, you know, dive in quickly. Um, you know, Facebook ads, I'll give you some numbers uh, for cream. You know, we spent about a thousand dollars total in 30 okay. days uh-huh. and it brought us in 49,000. I think it was our final numbers, 48, 49,000. Oh, wow. um, very targeted. Um, I, I mean, I like to think that I went in with a needle, needle nose pliers to, to pull out a very, very specific audience. So um, I would strongly recommend looking at another tool called, um, uh, what is it, Hashtagify. You might have to just okay. Google that because I can't remember if it's .me or .com or .co or whatever. Just Hashtagify. Okay. And, start, and, and, and what you can do is search for hashtags around you guys too, right? Like, Mm-hmm. You know, what's a popular hashtag around jeans, fashion, denim, you know, what's yeah. the third, what's the third down, the fourth down, the fifth down, right. And start using those to populate more terms in Facebook and in, in even Instagram. Um, do you know what I mean? So that you can start finding other ways to, you know, to, you know, to, to just to, to, to pull out eyeballs, right. We're, just, we're trying to pull eyeballs out of their news feeds to, to your, your yeah. site, you know. So For sure. that might be a tool where you can deep dive a little bit more and, and find, find more keywords in a nutshell. Um, uh, yeah. So I'd be intrigued on your Facebook ads to look at how narrow you thought you got. Cause I would probably be laser beam focused. I would. Um, okay. Yeah. You know. I mean, it, it seemed to be like when we, when we created the audience, it, it, you know, the, there seemed to be right in the middle, like that green, you know, yeah. you know how it's like red on the far left and yellow on the far right. Um, yep. you know, it, it was pointing to that, that center green. So maybe it's a case of, you know, we sort of look at our budget and, um, and if there's, do we nudge that up a little bit more and see if we, um, uh, the cheaper click through rate, but also the, the pay. Yeah. What was your, what was your, um, what was your, so like I, I'm averaging usually between about nine cents at, the highest I've done is about 19 cents on, on oh, okay. uh, per click. So what are you guys at right now for per click? Ours was, on, was it below 50 cents, but higher than that. It was between like, really? 30, I would, I would, yeah. I want to say it was like 30 to 40 cents. Uh, what kind of ad? I mean, just can you just describe your ad a little bit? What would it, I mean, it, I mean, for the most part, it was our video. We were, um, we were showing our video as the, the, the um, Kickstarter video or the, yeah. the one of the guy measuring in the rain, the, the, the Kickstarter, the Kickstarter video. Interesting. You know what? Yeah. I would, I, I would, I would recommend really making, doing um, three to four different ads. Okay. Photos, photos, beautiful photos of your jeans. 
Um, you know, and, and literally um, some very simple language of like now funding on Kickstarter, the best denim on the planet, you know, find that, okay. find some okay. magic there. And you should be able to get your clicks down to, you know, and, and, and I, what I, I do, I do, you know, four to six, sometimes I'll do five different, just a little bit different variations. And I'll run all of them with like, you know, $2 a day. It might equal sure. $6, whatever, or, you know, whatever it is, whatever yeah. your budget is. But I try to separate yeah. them so I can see if something starts working quickly, I go right to it. And then if it, if I see one that's dying, I just kill it right away. You know, I don't, I don't waste time. Yeah. Um, but you okay. should be able to get, you know, with a good ad, a good photo, Mm-hmm. And you should be in my, you should be in my ballpark that I'm talking about. For I I have found for video to be higher. I don't know if the engagement's more right now in Facebook. That's still a little bit of an unknown. Um, right, right. You know, and are you running I, your ads like across? Like I told it not to run the ads on the right side of of Facebook. I just find that those ads like when I'm on Facebook, I ignore those ads. So I I told uh, it not to run it on the right column. Did you? Sort of I think it's. It 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 depends what I've created. I, I created, um, it depends on what I created. So I've done, okay. I've done both. I ha- I, I never okay. have like, I've never ruled anything out. Um, and, and I did, you know what, on the last Kickstarter, I think I ran one that was specific for that because of okay. how I thought the image looked like I did a little test run and I thought sure. it looked pretty cool. I don't know. So okay. I think I, I, I think I, I think I just, I let it go. I mean, in in news feeds, I think is better where the sponsored ones. I think, yeah. those, you know, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. We've looked at. Um, I thought video would be more. Um, I definitely thought it would it would be more compelling, and Facebook would be more likely to run it just because, yep. um, you know, it's, it's newer. But um, but we can certainly put it together a four or five image. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, thing. I'll tell you, we did we did two videos, like specific uh-huh. updated videos with a lot of production. Like they were Kickstarter leftovers. But they were sort of, okay. sort of like B B roll type of thing, and yeah. we did two of those, and okay. they really, you know, they got a lot of eyeballs. But I didn't get the feeling. I, I really could again couldn't really deep dive into the analytics, but the yeah. overall vibe was not that anything came from them because there, I had very little comments under them, you know. So sure. I had I had I did one five picture like a multi picture ad. I okay. did that the last week. And, and, and mind you, these photos were phenomenal from the seventies, like archival photos of, you know, famous rock stars. So a little bit misleading, but I did a five one at the end. That was probably the most successful. I mean, my click rate was, yeah, I think it was like four cents. It was so cheap. And and I had like 70 comments, you know, so I could totally tell that people saw these photos and had, and was having a conversation under a sponsored post. Right. So it's like, Oh, you don't get better than that. Right. Right, right. Um, so like I said, everything I did video wise, I just had no conversation around it. So I was like, Oh, I don't really, you know, maybe they were great, but but I, I wasn't seeing that. Like I said, wasn't seeing the conversation, which is what I really, really want, want to see. And did, um, um, and have you guys tried sort of Twitter, um, Twitter promoted ads at all? Uh, you know what? I, so I'll I'll be frank. I gave up on Twitter outside of influencer outreach. So okay. I, okay. um, Twitter for my last campaign, I think it equaled about $2,000 out of 117 uh-huh. blown away. Most can every project I've worked on, you know, up until this year, Twitter was a huge, huge thing. I got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing from it this okay. time. So 
what, so like I said, the only thing I did on Twitter was I reached out to famous people. So like I was reaching out yeah. to, you know, and, and just at, you know, asking for their support and getting it most of the time. I think my, again, language was really strong. Messaging sure. was strong. And I never really asked them to be like, can I use your network to, you know, I just asked them to like join the conversation about genes. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I have a bad example. Like, could you ask Michael Kors about his problems with inseams, right? Could you get his people talking at least like, right. You know, right. somehow. Right. Cause it's not Michael Kors yeah. actually tweeting. It's some, you know, yeah. Some it's some kid right. talk, you know, some interns doing right. it. Can you get them to, to, you know, I got a whiskey company for cream to tweet on our behalf because I found out back in the day, cream had a fight with this, um, uh, with this, uh, um, whiskey company back in the sixties or seven, you know, late seventies, uh-huh. something like that. So I was like, Hey, I'll, I'll reach out to them. And I got their intern to tweet, you know, little, you know, so, Right. Know, so th- I don't know if there was a direct response, but I think it is still as like impressions and it's out there, you know, but again, okay. it's Facebook ads, um, tweet outreaches. Um, um, and then, and then I guess, have you reached out to Kickstarter and asked to be in their newsletters and stuff? That might be another. Yeah, so just, just today we were named as a project we love. So, yep. um, cool. yeah. So hopefully that'll go out to sort of the fashion, um, yep. to, get that newsletter so yeah so uh, I, I would i would yeah. i would personally reach out to them and ask to be in their hero section and ask okay. to be um hero section of their website they might do that for a couple of days or at least include you in the projects and then ask if you can go out in their newsletter be be absolutely okay. frank about it and the reason they'll probably say yes one your campaign's heading the right direction number two mm-hmm. is uh, there's a little birdie that's around this little crowdfunding world of i think kickstarter is starting to realize like you've got to pay to play on, you know, it's not like it was a couple of years ago where Facebook was more wide open and almost anybody could put a project up and have it be successful. Like you got to really, really work to get a project yeah. successful. And that hurts Kickstarter. So I'm finding that Kickstarter is very open to supporting projects, like in terms of their networks, showing it off, you know, I see, you know, they're, they're pretty open right now. So, okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely go back to uh, to reaching out to them for sure. Yep. Okay. All right. So I I think uh, I think this has been pretty uh, very helpful. Um, in cool. terms of just sort of organizing our um, our plan of attack over the next um, you know twenty days or so. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those those two tools they'll help. They'll be a little, spending a little bit of money, but you'll get results. Um, okay. you know, uh, you, you know, the press thing would have to, I would, I would think about starting that sooner than later, only for the time of getting the press release out, writer having to commit, you know, timing all of life's little amazing world of timing. So getting that going, right. um, yeah. and again, it would, it would be awesome if that, that press is starting to drop, um, you know, in the, in the middle, right. Day 23, yeah, for sure. day 19, yeah. right. If you can get that, those press droppings, you won't die off right into Kickstarter right. land. You, you'll, you'll, right. you'll, you're, you'll still, still be going up. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that'll be a good, sure. yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So. All right. Cool. I, I think, uh, I think that that covers most of, if not all of, of the questions I had. Sweet. Um, awesome. All right. So um, I'll definitely uh, I'll stay in touch with you. Definitely, uh, yeah. You know, uh, if you if you need anything else from me, I'm happy to happy to share. 
Cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. No, I, I think, um, I mean, if you don't mind, I'd love to use this for the podcast. I think, you know, this is, I love this conversation because you guys are right where a lot of projects get to where, you know, you, I, I know you guys can almost feel this like, uh Oh, now what, now what we're here, <laughs> you know, right, like, right. we got to get it to that next level. And, yeah. and these are kind of where my conversations are usually around where it's just like, Hey, let's just, you know, let's, let's do this. And I think it's, it's good to hear. It. And I love talking to people in the middle of campaigns, right? Like, sure. Cause there's, there's emotions. There's so much around it, you know, of like, right. Ugh, right. You know, and, and you know, your jeans look great. I think, I think, you know, it's funny the problems you mentioned. So I, I'm a, you know, the, I'm the 34, 30 guy, right. Sometimes a okay. 36, 30 depend, you know, but my instinct right. is either, and I have some tree trunks, right. Of thighs. So like yeah. skinny jeans don't even go over my knees. You know, it's like, what are these, <laughs> you know, you know, so right, it's like, right. I, I see the problem you guys are addressing and, uh, you know, it's, it's a, you know, it's a problem out there. And I think it's a great project for Kickstarter to like, you know, yeah, you know, it's one of those great, great projects that it looks great on Thanks. Kickstarter, you know? Thanks. So. Yeah. You should, uh, you should definitely check out our straight fit. I, I think it'll be, yeah, it'll be good. No, I, <laughs> yeah. Cause if I don't get them, then they're all, they're all baggy at the bottom and they look stupid. I'm like, ah, oh, this sucks. But Hey, at least right. I got over my hips, you know, or whatever. <laughs> so cool. Cool, cool, cool. All, all right, right, man. Well, yeah. Uh, so I'll be in touch. Yeah. Just kind of let me know. You'll probably get it. I'll, I'll send out an email um kind sure. of closer to it and just seeing making sure you know I, I think all in all you should be resting easy you will fund you're at a great momentum it's just really i think like like you said just getting that maybe up to 70k 75k yeah. you know um right. getting getting, right. getting a, um, a little more excitement around it so um yeah for sure. yeah i think i think you i mean i think you'll find i i know you'll find because you, you guys are at you guys are at a great number right now so all right great cool all right man i'll talk to you later Okay, take care. Yep, yeah, bye. Each day, our lives will change in a new way. Each day, not knowing how to let go. Each day, can't keep you from healing the scars that don't.